Here's Dan Schulman, President and Chief Executive Officer at PayPal, on the discussion Prioritizing Small Business in Economic Recovery, sponsored by PayPal. This idea of how can we help our small business customers really rethink their entire strategy for how do they continue going forward when the world has shifted more and more towards digital is something that we're, I think, uniquely able to go and do. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search PayPal. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. There is damning proof that Donald Trump lied and people died. We all know President Trump puts himself first, but this time the consequences were deadly. I didn't lie. What I said is we have to be calm, we can't be panicked. I want to show a level of confidence and I want to show strength as a leader and I want to show that our country is going to be fine one way or the other. The Senate's top Democrat Chuck Schumer and President Trump with fallout from Bob Woodward's latest book, Rage. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller and the president's series of interviews with the longtime Washington Post reporter has stirred up more scrutiny of his response to the pandemic. It comes as the presidential race intensifies and as Congress continues to struggle with new legislation to deal with the coronavirus. The president says the country is rounding the final turn on dealing with COVID-19, but congressional Democrats have criticized him for not being forthcoming with the American public after it was learned he told Woodward in early February he had been briefed on the seriousness of the coronavirus. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. His delay, denial, and distortion of what was happening has caused many deaths. But the president pushed back at a rally in Michigan. This whack job that wrote the book, he said, Well, Trump knew a little bit. They wanted me to come out and scream, people are dying, we're dying. No, no, we did it just the right way. We have to be calm. We don't want to be crazed lunatics. We have to lead. But Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden, who also campaigned in the battleground state of Michigan, says the president let down the American people. He had the information. He knew how dangerous it was. And while this deadly disease ripped through our nation, he failed to do his job on purpose. It was a life and death betrayal of the American people. Experts say that if he had acted just just one week sooner, 36,000 people would have been saved. The response to the pandemic may be front and center in the presidential campaign, but Congress remains unable to pass a new relief bill to deal with its economic impact. The House and Senate will soon be back in session after Democrats blocked a Republican Senate measure that they said didn't go far enough. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Speaker Pelosi are still far apart on what they think needs to be done. Democrats have blocked us at every turn. Let's not have a skinny bill when we have a massive problem. The president's economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, says he can't understand why the legislation couldn't have been passed as a starting point for more. You could go $500 billion now with key areas like uh, small business assistance, PPP, back-to-school money, vaccine money, liability restrictions, COVID liability restrictions, child care. Why not? Why not? What's what? How, How could that be bad? But Democrats and Republicans remain literally trillions of dollars apart. Senate Minority Leader Schumer argues that by standing their ground in the past, Democrats helped get better and broader legislation. In each case, Republicans came out, the leader came out and saying he did his own bill and said, this is the only bill that will pass. Democrats are blocking it. Democrats held strong. And what happened? 
we got much better bills with many of the things we wanted. We got truly bipartisan bills once the leader determined that he had to negotiate with Democrats to pass something. Now, however, the country is less than two months from a presidential election that's bitterly divided the country. And it remains highly unlikely any major COVID-19 legislation is going to get passed before the election. The upcoming election has also heightened concerns in Congress that politics could affect development of a vaccine. But top medical experts have told lawmakers science will prevail over politics. Senator Bernie Sanders asked the director of the National Institutes of Health, Dr. Francis Collins, about that during a hearing of the Senate Health Committee. I know this is difficult given the political moment and the nature of that administration. But will you join me and many others in telling the president of the United States to get out of science and let the scientists do their job. I can't say strongly enough uh, that the decisions about how this vaccine is going to be evaluated and assessed is going to be based on science. And I know I speak for my colleagues in the government and certainly for the scientific community broadly, that that can be the only basis upon which this decision is made. Otherwise, the public would not be expected uh, to trust us. Levels of trust are fragile in Washington, and President Trump has made it clear he has little trust in mail-in voting, despite the assurances of election experts and secretaries of state from both political parties. The actions of the Postmaster General, Louis DeJoy, remain under scrutiny, and a House Oversight Subcommittee plans to hold another hearing related to DeJoy and the Postal Service. The House Oversight and Reform Committee is investigating DeJoy following a Washington Post report that he encouraged employees of his North Carolina company to donate to Republican candidates, then gave them bonuses to cover the costs. He was asked about that during an earlier hearing by Tennessee Democrat Jim Cooper. Did you pay back several of your top executives for contributing to Trump's campaign by bonusing or rewarding them? That's an outrageous claim, sir, and I resent it. I'm just asking a question. The answer is no. As for the upcoming election, DeJoy plans to start holding discussions with secretaries of state this week to check on progress related to mail-in voting. More Americans than ever are expected to vote by mail in this election, which is now less than eight weeks away. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. 